We have to thank you. Boy, if you're listening to Lisa and Leo Live right now on the Friday after mm. Thanksgiving, you must be hardcore. <laughs> and we are very thankful that you're here with us. We're going to try to give you an entertaining show. My wife <laughs> is there at the, it, in the, what does Eric call it? The A seat? The A chair. The A chair. Eric is away right now having some well-deserved time off. We, of course, are here on Black Friday. I keep, I can't get over the name. Good Friday is the day that Christ was crucified. Black Friday is the day where everybody has to go out and uh, try to buy 50-inch flat-screen TVs for $399. <laughs> Something seems truly strange. With that said, Lisa, please take it from me. Oh, hey, Treasure Coast. It is great to be here today, as Craig Ferguson would say. A good day for America today. Have a lot to be thankful for. Hope you all enjoyed your day yesterday. I certainly did. I did all the cooking, and of course, we did a radio show yesterday, too. It was a busy day, but I have a very sweet and caring husband. Leo actually went into the kitchen and started cleaning up a little bit before bed, and so I jumped in and helped, and that was great that you did that, that you took the well, initiative well, to do that. Well, let's give the, the Without full story, being though. asked. It, we uh, actually, d- after... Uh, after eating, had the tryptophan effect <laughs> and passed out. And, passed out. <laughs> and it was only after waking up at, uh, I don't know, mi- David Letterman. midnight or something, yeah, yeah. Uh, that I then got up and started cleaning <laughs> up the, uh, the kitchen. But of course, as you pointed out to me, uh, with the good china, you don't throw it into the dishwasher. No. So uh, it has to be I, I could only clean up, uh, you know, a certain amount of stuff. But my God. So many pots and pans for one meal. I mean, yep. it, it, the kitchen looked like an absolute disaster area. <laughs> but the good part of it is our refrigerator looks like we have gone shopping to the max. I mean, yeah, it is plenty just of good plenty of good food. Yum, yum. Stretchy pants still. Wearing looking, them right now. Are you? I'm looking forward to having leftovers tonight after the show. Turkey sandwich with cranberry and a little stuffing and did oh, you I did you wait. use up all the bacon? I mean, we can we yeah. have so we can't have uh, club sandwiches. No, your son devoured the bacon yesterday, which was fine. And if Aaron is listening, we had a great day yesterday. We were thinking of you actually, Aaron. We were talking about you at the table. Aaron sent, uh, I believe, cookies to Patrick, uh, and she enclosed the note with it. That said that she was supposed to sh- that he was supposed to share them uh, with Lisa and Leo. Really? Yes. So he shared the note, but not the cookies. He didn't share the <laughs> note. The notes the notes on the table at my mother's house. Oh. My mo- my mother read it and shared the, the note with us. Well, we have a good show planned for you today. I think so. Anyway, we're going to talk about some of the insane stories between last night and today with this crazy Black Friday. Stick around, guys. Don't go away. We're going to kick off the show with a little more Madonna. One of my favorite Madonna songs, Holiday. May not have been a lot of trading on Wall Street today, but it was all good. Apparently. You know, I, I had been short this market, and I got out the other day four or five hundred points below this when it was down at like you know twelve seven, twelve thousand seven hundred or something. So I am now neutral. 
I am thrilled. Uh, to, uh, when, when you see these rallies, those when the bears are getting caught. Uh, today, uh, you know, I guess the news seems awfully good for uh, the sales for Black Friday. At least I think that's the, the perception. Apparently credit card stocks uh, did very uh, well today. Gold up $23, $1,751. Not exactly the direction you want to see it going uh, for those holiday sales, right, baby? I don't know. Why? Why? Yeah. Because, you know, I, I think yeah. it prices people out of, of the market. Don't you? I mean, yeah, I do. You know, when investors are, are hoarding, for instance, when, when gold mm. is going up, plus it's, it's an industrial stock, uh, there are people that, you know, would have liked to have a gold bracelet and they could have afforded it at $800 or, you know, a bangle or whatever. Even earrings. I mean, you know, when, when gold doubles over the course of two years, I think that puts a lot of people out of, uh, you out know, of, uh, out of the business. Yeah. And even, you know, used things. When people can go and get them melted down, uh, it, it's not that, uh, you know, they're, they're going to just be selling them uh, at a garage sale for, for next to That's nothing. right. Or in the secondhand stores, a lot of the consignment stores used to have little cases off to yeah. the side with consigned jewelry, gold, mm -hmm. earrings, bracelets. Yeah. Not so much anymore. A lot of sterling now. A lot of silver still available. Really? And oil up a uh, dollar twenty-two to eighty-six sixty-seven. But now let's get to the Dow Jones Industrial Average. The thirty of the stuffiest stocks on Wall Street up one hundred and seventy-two points to close it above thirteen thousand. Uh, thirteen thousand and nine. The Nasdaq twenty-nine sixty-six. That was up forty. Uh, and, and both of those are up about 1.4%. And the S&P 500 index also uh, up 1.3%. That's 18 points to 1,409.15. So it's, it's been a significantly uh, positive day. And, and it, it's been a pretty positive couple of days. Uh, even even leading up to this. So if you are uh, if you're a buyer or a holder of stocks, it's going back in the direction that that we want it to be in. Yay. And that's it for inside investing. Again, if any of you have questions uh, on investing, I we, if we can answer them, Lisa and Leo at leasonleo.com or Leo at leasonleo.com. If we can't answer them, we'll try to get somebody that can. Send them to us. Stick around. We'll be back after this short break. It is Black Friday today, and last night it was hard to imagine as Leo and I were finally settling in on the couch with our second piece of pie and second cup of coffee. Yes. but After all our guests had gone, and we were realizing that the stores were opening. I know. And the shopping was beginning, and we thought, what a shame the people that work in these big retail box stores, as they call them. Yeah having to leave the Thanksgiving table and go to work and face crazy crowds, unruly crowds. There were some really ridiculous stories. I couldn't believe it. Well, remember, though, something. Last night, they were all reruns on, on CBS. So, there were. So it, it really wasn't even worthwhile staying at home. I mean... Uh, I know. It, I kept saying to Leo... How disappointing. We could, we could go shopping, you know. <laughs> you know, right after you said that, I think we both fell asleep. 
We did. And then we were laying in bed about 1230-ish watching Craig Ferguson. I looked over at Leo and I said, you know. I offered. We could get dressed and just drive I, by and see what's going right. on. I, I, I offered to take you shopping <laughs> at that point. But you like oh, watching God. Craig Ferguson. Oh, I love and, Craig. And, and he was dancing last and he's, night. He's oh, just, so he's becoming filthy. He, he is he like is He's filthy. like the two broke girls of late night television. <laughs> Maybe that's why I like him so much. I don't know. Springfield, Massachusetts. <laughs> This was just too much for me. One thirty in the morning. Man with his girlfriend's two-year-old son. And he is shopping for a TV at Kmart. 51-inch flat screen. Grabs the flat screen. Leaves the two-year-old in the car. And leaves. Just takes off. Well, I think he left, he left <coughs> the kid in the car. Yeah. And people... Forced their While way he was into, shopping. Right, but uh, security found him and, yes. and forced their way into the car. They took the kid. Yep. Brought him to the hospital as a precaution. He, he turned out to be just fine. Right. Tracked this deadbeat boyfriend to his house. And I guess his story now is that his car wouldn't start or something and he needed a ride home. But he still couldn't explain why he left the two-year-old but took the TV. So... Well, he couldn't. F- he couldn't nuts. find the kid. I mean, if you if you left the kid in a car and all of a sudden you came back and and the car was uh, empty, wouldn't you be calling the police thinking that the child had been kidnapped? Yeah. But you know, you can't carry a kid in a fifty-one inch TV at the same time. <laughs> exactly. I, I mean, at least he definitely has hey, look, his priorities. First of all, right? it, wa- it wasn't his kid. Okay. <laughs> And, 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 you so know, it's okay. It's a two-year-old boy. I mean, if you can't give a two-year-old boy like a pocket knife and a stick of gum and where he can go out and, you know, build himself a fortress. Uh, man uh, up, right? Yeah. I mean, the, the kid should learn that it's tough out there. Not everybody wants him. And look, <laughs> c- certainly, you know what? It's too funny. He's with the guy's mom, right? He's with this little. Not little, anymore, he's, I a, he's with this little tyke's mom, right? I hope she dumped him. I mean, really, does he want that extra baggage around? Oh, God, please. Which would he rather have? The girlfriend with a 51-inch television? It's probably flat screen. It is a flat screen. It's probably, you know, 1080p HD, (laughs) right? Or does he want some little HD kid? Little brat crying and screaming. Or ADD kid. (laughs) Okay, ADD kid, 51-inch, 1080p. I don't know. Tough decision, right, Leo? I, I think it is. I think, you know, it's... Thank God my son was older when I met you. At least he could speak for himself. Walmart employees in 100 cities around the country were expected to walk off the job today. I don't know how many actually did, but of course the union's pushing them to do so, demanding higher wages, better health care for the hourly workers. Uh, In Chicago, they were going to be walking off. And it really is getting crazy, the expectation. First of all, Thanksgiving is one of the few holidays where you get to spend time with family and friends and have a real day off. Well, now that's gone if you work in retail. Or radio, by the way. Or radio. Apparently. (laughs) I mean. But we spend our time with our family and friends, and we want to be here. So we Uh, have options. We could have pre-recorded the show. We chose not to do that. So we're here of our own free will. Well, we are. We are. But I want you to tell listeners what you did on the way to the studio today. You decided to make a stop before we got here today. I did. Well, here, I have a little news story, and then we'll, we'll tell people. <coughs> well, actually, I'll, I'll tell people first. How's that? Uh, we're coming to work. We drive down US-1. Our studio is, is uh, 
off of US-1. And there's uh, at Highlands and US-1, there is a, uh, a mobile station, I, I think, think it is. I think it's mobile, yeah. Uh, which, by the way, has, a I think, a 24-hour-a-day subway attached to it. A little, little shameless plug for uh, subway. And um, I decided... and, and the worst part is, Lisa, is that you knew what I was going to do. I said, I, I want to oh, stop. I, I want to stop at the gas station. Now, I thought you were going to get cream puffs. I thought you were going to go to Ferrara's. No, I said, I, I want to make a short stop. And she said, where? And I said, I, I want to stop at the mobile station. She said, what are you going to get? And I just smiled. And she said, you're going to get Twinkies, aren't you? <laughs> and <laughs> I know now, him too now, well. Now, mind you, I don't even really like Twinkies. You don't? No, I, I, how many times have you ever seen me take home Twinkies? Never. Ne- which never. Is why right? I was so we, surprised. We've been together twelve years. I've never taken home Twinkies. The first time I think I ever bought Twinkies was when we uh, first started uh, back on the air uh, in January, I think it was, or February, where we decided to go out and do a taste test because Hostess was having such a problem. That's right. right last year. And and when we did our taste test, what did we find? The Hostess stuff was the worst tasting, right? So anyway, I wanted to go in and get a package of Twinkies, and there were no Twinkies there. There were no Twinkies, no uh, Ding Dongs, I think. Is, is that Hostess? <laughs> ring Dings. Ring Dings. Uh, that's uh, Drake's products. And why? It's official. Here's the headline. It's official. Twinkies are toast. Oh. At least uh, being a Hostess product. I grew up with Hostess cupcakes. Never liked them either. With the little vanilla swirl. Yeah, with the with the filling in the middle. They were always kind of dry. But you know, when you're when you're a kid and that's what's thrown in your lunch bag, you Maybe like it's it. Sugar. But but this is what's mind boggling to me. Hostess Brands, which owns uh, the Twinkies uh, franchise, etc. They filed bankruptcy. They had they were having a hard time with uh, the unions. They wanted the, the unions had they had worked with the unions previously. The unions, I believe, wages went down. They there were givebacks, and they still couldn't make it. And the unions wanted the manage. From what I gather, they wanted the management to also uh, give back substantial benefits and salaries. That's right. So, what do they do? Hostess declares bankruptcy. The bankruptcy judge says, go to mediation and sit down with the union and see if you can work something out. Now, mind you, there's like 18,000 employees that are involved in the baking and distribution. I was so surprised at the number. That's a big number. I don't necessarily see that there were alternatives to these 18,000 people. I mean, today, if you have a job today, oh, my God. Do what you can do keep to keep it, it right? That's right. I, I mean, in, in my mind, it, it's essential mm-hmm. in this horrible, horrible environment. We keep seeing, I, I know people talk about the that the economy is looking better and better. But we keep seeing people losing jobs, stores closing, and it, it's continual. Well, they came to an impasse at this mediation, and Hostess said, fine, we're pulling the plug, and the judge agreed. So they are now in Chapter 7 liquidation. They are going to wind down. It's going to take a year. They're going to wind down this 82-year-old company, and they're going to not be making any new Twinkies, essentially. So what they're going to be doing is, you know, there's a certain amount that are in the pipeline, which will be delivered to stores, et cetera. But people have been going in, and uh, there's been a a run on Twinkies. I thought, hey, you know, maybe the gas station still has some. None, none. The whole, <laughs> the whole hostess shelf, with the exception of I guess some little donuts, uh, were gone. Now, of course, the donuts maybe have a, a freshness date of of a couple of weeks. Twinkies, as we know, you you could put Twinkies probably 
uh, on a shelf for 10 years, and nothing will grow on is it, that, right? Is that true, though? I, look, all I know is that, uh, you know, when they did nuclear testing, cockroaches and Twinkies lasted. <laughs> so <laughs> Twinkies, lawyers, and cockroaches, they were, they were all around in Nevada test sites. Oh, God, uh, that's hilarious. Year, 40 years later. Uh. Uh, so that's it. So if you are a Hostess fan, uh, it's, it's all over. And if you really are a Hostess fan, you better go out now looking for it because even if the gas stations don't have it, I'm sure – the larger stores are probably out of it. Yeah, if you're a Twinkies fan, that would be a nice thing to give as a Christmas gift, I guess. Well, they're saying they're it, becoming more valuable it now. Will probably, How funny! It will probably come back. Somebody will buy the brand, but they might taste different. You never know. And maybe they'll taste better. You never know. Hey, you know what? The company went out of business. Yes. Uh, okay. I mean, in Wonder Bread, now it's the only bread that I've ever eaten really in my life consistently is, is other than you know Italian bread is Wonder Bread. I wouldn't say that out loud if I were you. What Wonder Bread? <laughs> hey, help build my strong body eight and then twelve ways. Oh, good. We were watching a very cool film the other night. It was an HBO film made for HBO about Alfred Hitchcock and the making of The Birds and Marnie. Those two films starred Tippi Hedren, one of my favorite actresses from back in the day. And Leo didn't realize, but Tippi Hedren is the mother of Melanie Griffith. So we watched this film. It was terrific. Yeah, and she still looks good. And you know why she still looks good? Because she didn't have her lips done like her daughter oh, did. Her daughter with those lips just looks like... It, Poor it looks, Melanie. It looks if you look on, what's it called, Wikipedia... If you look up Melanie Griffith, it's a terrible picture of her with short, choppy hair. And she's got a big heart tattooed on her arm with Antonio in the middle. I mean, it, she just it looks so It used to be so Dawn, right? <laughs> yeah, well, there's an N and an O in there. Yeah. So anyway, the reason I was telling the story about Hitchcock is because apparently today another movie comes out about Alfred Hitchcock. And some of his leading ladies, Janet Lee, Tippi Hedren, and it also stars Scarlett Johansson. I believe Anthony Hopkins is playing Alfred Hitchcock. So should be a good film, should be an interesting film. He was an amazing filmmaker. Leo's never seen The Birds, so I have to rent that so we can uh, I, watch it together. I have some sad news. Do you? I have very, very sad news. It is truly a Black Friday. Dirty Jobs is being canceled after uh, eight seasons. Why? I don't know. That He's it, making that, too much money working for Ford. That in American Chopper. Uh, really? After ten seasons, yes. Now, yeah. now these are people who uh, have become nationally Superstars. known. I mean, mm -hmm. the Tuttle family... Do you remember they did a, a, a halftime show, I think, or something at uh, at the Super Bowl? That's right. Oh, no, they were in commercials, Super Bowl commercials, yeah. like two of them or something like that. Yeah. And then, of course, Mike Rowe is just... I love him. Oh, he's terrific, yeah. I, I, hopefully, he'll still be involved mm -hmm. with uh, The Deadliest Catch, which I haven't seen in probably a year. But Discovery really has had some uh, phenomenal success. Well, obviously, they there. have other shows in the works that they're going to replace them with. Yeah, so. yeah clean jobs. <laughs> And and you know perhaps now it'll be like uh, outsourced chopper. They'll they'll have they'll have film crews go over to India and there'll be uh, you know a, a Pakistani group in a build off oh God, versus a, you know uh, somebody from Mumbai. 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 <laughs> Mumbai is is close. It's the it's the waterfront place Shlemiel, of Mumbai. Shlemiel. That's it. 
<laughs> hey, ha- have you seen what the toys, the popular toys are this year? As Yogi Furby. Ba- as Yogi Berra, Berra would have said. I want a Furby. It's like deja vu all over again. Barbie, Furby. Furby, n- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Uh, Furby. Uh, it's amazing. Power Rangers. Now, yeah. these, these are things that our children are in their 20s. Oh, my son loved Power and, Rangers. And our children grew up with these yes, things. Yes, absolutely. Um, but, uh, you know, apparently cheaper to make, too. So everybody, uh, and, and now, of course, they're, they're being made in, in China. I don't know that they were made in China <clears throat> when we were buying them for our kids 25 years ago. I don't know. Years That's ago. a good question. Uh, but well, Furby uh, isn't that old, I don't think. But 20-some years? Mm, I don't, I don't know. Well, all right, ten, well, no, 10 years ago. As as you recall, and we've said before, the, the Furby that when we were packing up my house, <laughs> we, we put him in a box, and all he kept doing in the back of the truck was talking every time we would hit a bump. Oh, Furby hungry. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> but, you know, now, is it because the kids want it, or is it because... We want we, the kids become, to want it. We become nostalgic <laughs> these things i mean we are we are the age now uh where we could be if our children would be so kind uh as to have grandchildren so do we look for things that Mm. remind us of what we wanted our children to play with or what our children played with and buy them for grandchildren well i don't think furby applies are these parents buying these things because they had them uh as kids no i think it's better technology stores are trying to come up with creative ways to stay alive, manufacturers rather. So Furby now comes in different colors and has a little more uh, response. I don't know why. I don't know what Furby does that that Furby didn't do before, but um, I want a Furby for Christmas. I think they're cool. Here's something that's interesting. I want a purple Furby. This is uh, a quote (laughs) from a... He doesn't even flinch when I say things like that. He's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Garrick Johnson... He's a uh, an equity research analyst at BMO Capital Markets. And what he's saying is that retro toys do well in bad economic times. Make people feel good? Uh, Brings I, back I, the good feelings I when guess times so. were I, I, I guess better? I guess that's what it, uh, it, it is. And also uh, he's saying that toys typically resurface in 20 to 25 year cycles. Well, that makes sense. Um, so mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, the, mm-hmm. the right age... To buy something for your kids that that you may have had for yourself. Forget it. I don't want the purple Furby because he's voodoo Furby. I don't want voodoo. I want the sea violet Furby. My kids would love that. You know, when we went to New Orleans with my boys. Or the teal. No, I don't like the teal. They were just so into that because, you know, every other. white is cool. The Yeti white. Every other store in New Orleans had like voodoo dolls and something (laughs) like that. Now, of course, I went into, uh, I had a deposition I believe no. We had a mediation at a local uh, attorney's office, and inside, or and on top of the uh, the piece of furniture, I don't I don't remember what it was a a table or something that had the coffee on it was a voodoo doll, a divorce voodoo doll, which I found a little bit weird. Yeah, we've talked about this before. Yeah. It was bizarre, actually. But that's the women attorneys. They're well, I, I don't want to be. I'm not going to be sexist like that. No, it's okay. I can be because I am a woman. I can say whatever I want. It's my show. You are listening to Lisa and Leah Live, and we are here live today, the day after Thanksgiving, a.k.a. Black Friday. We have to take a short break, but do stick around. We'll be right back after this.
Welcome back to Lisa and Leo Live. Thank you to the Beatles for that great song. What a great Thanksgiving story this was. I saw this online yesterday. A Breezy Point teenager. Breezy Point, of course, in Queens, New York. This is the neighborhood where all the houses caught on fire, and they had such devastation. You were, I'm sure, watching it on the news during the peak of Hurricane Sandy. Tropic, was it? Uh, yeah, I guess it was a hurricane when it yeah, hit there, yeah. it was a Category 1. This young man is now at the Catholic University in Washington, D.C. His name is Matthew Petronas. He was watching in his dorm room as the neighborhood where he grew up burned to the ground, and he spent, as he said, the first 19 years of his life there. So he decided he wanted to do something to help his family, his friends, his neighborhood, and he set up an online donation tool at wepay.com and within a few hours raised a couple of thousand dollars a few days later he topped ten thousand dollars and then he says offers came in not just for money accountants and lawyers were contacting him offering to help them set up a nonprofit status which was granted by the irs others offered to go to breezy point and help with reconstruction he got Uh, Calls from architects, carpenters, construction workers, volunteers in general just wanting to lend a hand. He's managing both the money and the volunteers now. He has raised, uh, by yesterday morning, Thanksgiving morning, $78,000, about 1,400 donors, all the money going to help rebuild Breezy Point in Queens, New York. I just thought that was a great give-back story, so... It is. It is. Now, of course, $78,000 really doesn't go a long way. Well, it could help feed people or temporarily house them or something. I mean, there was a commercial on television the other day, a Red Cross commercial, with people who had been seriously affected in the storm in Hurricane Sandy. And the, the commercial was them saying thank you to all the people who had donated money. You know, the, the irony of uh, very touching. Breezy Point is that if these homes were damaged by water, if they didn't have flood insurance, none of their losses would have been covered. Oh, I know. But fire losses would be covered under the normal homeowner's policies. That's right. So in, in many respects, if, if some of these homes were, were horribly damaged by water and they didn't have coverage— this may have been a real blessing as far as sure. being able to rebuild. Absolutely. Uh, so many of the houses up there were not covered. And did you see the, you saw, uh, of course, uh, on the news, the, uh, I guess, Seaside, the roller coaster at Seaside Heights in New Jersey? Yes. It's in the middle of the ocean now, <laughs> right? Now, I don't know how exactly it got there. Uh, did the pier collapse and, yes, and, it, it, did. and it shifted out mm-hmm. there? Uh, Seaside Heights has now asked the Coast Guard, and I think this is, ugly i mean it's to bring it back no they have asked the coast guard if they can be allowed to keep it in the water in the ocean uh as as a tourist attraction <laughs> now and what bring your boat out to oh look my at god it? I, I don't know i think it's the most <laughs> unsafe thing in the world i mean you, you have a metal you have a metal <laughs> roller coaster that is <laughs> submerged in, in how much water uh subjected to corrosion and everything else eventually it's going to be falling apart but the, the town has asked if they can keep it in the water. I, I just think it's bizarre. The shore has—I can't imagine that the shore will be rebuilt by the time uh, 
summer? Summer comes around. No, I doubt it. This was a crazy story. Welcome to the Christmas spirit, right? Hamlin, New York, a trailer, a 28-foot trailer with 350 Douglas fir Christmas trees in it that was due to be brought down to areas for sale was stolen. Well, yeah, yesterday. of course. I mean, when, good timing. But hey. they didn't keep it. They didn't keep the trailer or the truck. It was like whoever stole it, and they don't know who it was yet. Okay. At least so when the story came out, they didn't know. What they do? Took the truck, the yeah. trailer, the 350 Douglas fir trees that were worth about $12,000, right. they say, and just went on a joyride. And they didn't take the trees? Then they abandoned the truck, the trailer, and the trees. I mean, it's just ridiculous. So... So what you're saying is they should have at least stolen it. No, they and, shouldn't have. And, they know, shouldn't have taken cannibalized it to begin with. <laughs> they shouldn't have taken it to begin with. It was stolen from St. Leo's Church yeah. in Hamlin, New York. Maybe the guy didn't have, well, assuming <laughs> it's a guy, maybe the guy or gal didn't have oh, a way to get God. home, and there was a truck that was just sitting there. Maybe the engine was running on the truck. There you go. Maybe the keys were left in the ignition. There you go. You know, I mean, it's just saying, no, it's okay. take me. Maybe some 16-year-old out there decided that, you know, wouldn't it be fun to drive a <laughs> truck somewhere? Oh, we want to steal our Christmas hey, tree this year. It was we at, don't a, ch- it was at it. a church, right? You're saying? St. Leo's Church. So apparently. it's like God put it there for that person to take it. The person comes out of church and says, you know, I don't even know how I'm going to get home. It's raining. It's horrible out. What am I going to do? And then, lo and behold, there's a, <laughs> there's a, a truck just running there. It was the hand of God. <laughs> but officer, who am I to say no? But officer, I didn't know there were trees, Christmas trees in the back. The new face of Chanel. Oh, God, this is going to be so awesome. The new face of Chanel number no. 5 perfume. Guess who it's going to be? They had Brad Pitt doing the commercials. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, for a couple him, of weeks. Not him, please. No, Marilyn Monroe. Oh, well, I guess uh, you just have to pay her estate. Unreleased photographs. Marilyn Monroe. An unheard audio of Marilyn Monroe. Really? She has a famous quote that she wears nothing to bed except her Chanel number no. five. Well, so how well did that work out for her? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's, you know, maybe it still attracts Kennedys. Oh, God, you're listening to Lisa and Leo Live. And I do want a Furby for Christmas. I want the white Furby. You're getting the voodoo if Furby. If Santa's listening, that's what I want. Stick around, guys. Don't go away. We're going to take a break for the news. little spirit for you to Panga Windows. We will be back.